0: This meeting is
1: being recorded.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna White, and I am your host for Keeping It Real on Purpose. This is the place where real people talk about real things with real lives, real business, and real stories, and all on purpose. Today, our guest is Acacia Alexandria. Welcome to Keeping It Real on Purpose.
1: Oh, Thank, Thank you for having me and inviting me to this. Oh,
0: wonderful. I wish so glad that you're here. Um, let's. Why? No. How How do you show up in the world? Let's say that first. How do you show up in the world? Because I really want to talk about something else, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? How do I show up in the world? Like, um, could you elaborate? please? Um, well,
0: t- we, we had a pre-show, right? And we we're talking in a pre-show. I asked you, you know, where you are. So where are you location?
1: I am in Memphis, Tennessee.
0: Oh, and, um, what made you move there?
1: Um, well, actually I just needed to finish school. Um, so I'm in school right now for biochemistry. Okay. So I have about maybe a year, (laughs) I have like maybe a year and a half. Um, I just recently sold my house in Kansas, and now I just moved over here with my husband because his family's from here. So we kind of just- Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
0: since you're showing up in the world now um, and you're going to be a biochemist, yay to the Black Power (laughs) of
1: Women
0: in biochemistry and science. Love it. I'm so honored to meet you next generation of scientists. I love it. So that's how you show up in the world. I'm so excited now. I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm so excited. So I want to tell my little story audience that, okay, I received the book, Acacia's book. And so Acacia seems, this name here seems, you know, like a universal name. So I didn't think anything of it. Um, when I received it. So, of course, I look on the back to see if there's a picture and there's none. But there's these two two men, a blue one and a red one. So I was like, oh, this must be a man. Then I further enforced it by saying, oh, a black man. So, you know how I said never judge a book by its cover? Totally do not do that. Do not do that at all. And um, of course, I meet Acacia, Acacia, and I was like, you're not a guy. <laughs> so now I'm all excited, audience, on getting into this book and, and her authorship, what, what she has written um, in A Black Man and a, and a Racist walk into a Bar. So tell us, you know, uh, about your, your newest production here.
1: So this is um, the first book that I ever published. Uh, I didn't want it to be that, but it. It's just something that has been like stuck in my head, like especially since like the whole pandemic and then like being trapped inside and then seeing the news of like everything that's happening and within like the black community and that kind of like just weighed on me and I feel like I needed to like get it out. And so that's what I did. But I kind of sat on it for like a couple of years just for my own mental health. And so now I finally got it finished and like got it published. So like this kind of a huge weight lifted off.
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, writing is a way to kind of um, heal yourself. And I see, a, you know, in this book uh, audience, it's not just poetry, there's stories. That's why I was kind of confused because I was still thinking Acacia was a boy, a man. <laughs> so I'm like, Who? no, what is going on here? So I'm like all over the place. Thinking and I'm saying, oh, this is going to be a great conversation. And normally, in my audience knows I don't have a lot of male, you know, authors come on, a lot of male anything come on, <laughs> not that many, but you know. But I was all excited. Not that I'm not excited that you're here, not no 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 no, I'm not I'm not. I'm not really. I'm, I really am excited you're here. So tell us about a black man and a racist walking into a bar. Is this a joke? This is a joke. This starts it's off as not. a not. Okay, um, tell us the story behind it. No.
1: That. So the whole title came from it was during COVID as well. Um, so I moved around a lot because my parents were both military and we okay. spent the most time in Louisiana. And so I mm-hmm. like intermittently go to like junior high, middle school, but like it was never like all the way through. I kind of like right. leave and come back type stuff. Um mm-hmm. and so I met this friend um he ended up staying in Louisiana he like graduated college he opened up uh like a restaurant and uh like a gas station in the little community that we're in it was a very small town and um um, he kind of stayed there and like he's like trying to help his community and like during COVID and like all the Black Lives Matter and all these movements and stuff um he decided to have like a meeting with this like well-known racist within the community and like some Ooh. black guy and so i don't know i kind of like just picked as like some black a black man and a racist walking to a bar because they, he allowed his space to have that conversation between those two that's people. good mm-hmm.
0: so let me ask you did they become friends or allies or solve a no. problem
1: because one of them was very drunk during the whole thing, so it, it was kind of. I don't think anything moved forward from that, but okay, okay. Yeah. So now we know. Okay, yeah. we now we know. I
0: well, at least I know because I really want to know what happened afterward because I want to know because it's interesting. You know, things in a bar most likely sometimes don't happen really good. Mm. You know. And these two in the same room really they don't work too well. So <laughs> this is, um I, I thought this was really re- well put together. And I'll say that because um I'm, you know, and I'm an advocate too and everything I was like when I was reading it and I, that's what made me solidify. Like, okay, this is a man. So <laughs> because you, you, were, you were doing the black power all together. And I was like, yeah, that black power. It was, it was so, it it, it, it exhilarating to read through and just see this, this is how I feel, you know, and this is how I feel. Yeah, this is how I feel. And then it brought me back as well to the George Floyd incident. Mm -hmm. And I really cried my eyes out. Like I cried my eyes out. I had to take medication. It really hurt my, it really hurt my heart. It changed. The way I felt about a lot of things, you know, and then being alone, you know, you're you're in you're hearing this on the news, (laughs) you're kind of corded off from everybody, right? And you're like, uh, I'm just talking to people on Zoom about it and how I'm feeling, and I can't touch and hold anybody. I'm freaking out, you know. It's it was really a hard time, but you kind of put it in good words, and I one of my favorite that what kind of brought me back is
1: desensitized. Yes. And I was like, <laughs>
0: That one was like,
1: I still to this day, I like, I I can't really read it It's like, I can't read it myself, but if someone reads it for me, like it's fine. But like, it's that was like uh, the George Floyd.
0: Yeah. yeah, it put me in the place of that. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And I started, not that I was um, being triggered by any of it, I was like, she's you know, this person is getting it for me like I and I didn't I, I, it was perfect like I felt it and I cried, I cried, I cried. That was my ending. you know, I cried the whole time. I cried the whole time and and it was just what I felt like because I was seeing all that was happening, but I really cried and I cried and I cried and I was like, how could this even happen to any human being? Like I'm like, because eh, mm-hmm. eh, when I, you know, when we talk about this, you know, it brings me back to seeing the movies of slavery because I wasn't there, and it's almost like, oh, you know, we saw like the George Floyd movie. I mean, the 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 clip being played. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. like we're not supposed to be there at the, in the twenty first century, you know. But I like what you wrote and it wrote all together now what's your favorite part of this of, of of your writing what's your favorite part
1: of the whole thing or just like the whole
0: thing what's your favorite part
1: hmm. i don't think i necessarily have a favorite part but i like that um that i was able to like use a bit of everything like i was able to have a short story i was able to have prose, yeah. um some That's pictures good. i drew uh i yeah, just like I that, that it was like not just one thing. Okay.
0: It and was also like, I tried it.
1: to, yeah. And I tried yeah. not to um, give too much like uh, negative connotation or like a triggering, yeah. like things that are very triggering. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't personally don't like that. And then we see it enough already. So I was like, well, yeah. what's some stuff that I can like put in that is still a part of me and like how I view the world and stuff, but still get my point across without being triggering.
0: Yeah, I like that about, and I'm telling you, I like that about the 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 poem Desynthetize. I love that. And right after that, I think it's a, you know, no, no, no. I mean, it's not to let untruth. Um, no, in the middle, right, like two poems after that, then I see this. Uh, well, can I show it? Let me show. It. Yeah. I yeah. love this. I love oh, yeah. this. <laughs> I love this. When I looked at it, you know how you look you skim through? And I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. And I'm going, oh my, God. this is beautiful. This is really, really, you have to buy this book. And this right here, no, this right here, I'm I'm backwards. But this right here <laughs> <laughs> is so, you got to read the names on here. I'm not going to read them on, on here, but I want you to buy the book and really, you know, get into this. this. This will make you be like, yeah, she brings it all together, you know, and I like that, so um, you don't have a favorite part, but I do, so <laughs> <laughs> can you read a section for us that, uh, you know,
1: yes. you
0: thank you, that would be beautiful. so
1: I think the one, well, if I had to put favorites, I guess it would be like the first one, Okay. Um, it's titled, I'll never find a keychain with my name on it, which has just been like my whole life story because I don't know any other occasions and the, the spelling definitely doesn't do justice. Yeah.
0: And when we, mis- when we mispronounce your name and assume that you're a, a male, that's what you lose. <laughs> <used. laughs> but get ahead, hey, read the story. Read it. Okay.
1: So I'll never find the keychain with my name on it, not unless I custom order it myself. Growing up, I never liked my name. The spelling never made sense to me and people couldn't pronounce it right ever. And they also had a hard time remembering it. I spent most of my time restating my name. I spent more time enunciating each syllable and even more time wondering why my middle name couldn't have been my first name. When you're young and correcting adults, it's as easy and fluid as breathing. When people ask me my name, it goes three ways. One, oh, that's a beautiful, pretty name. Two. That's different, or three my personal favorite, they say nothing. In college introductions, I would write my name and its pronunciation like a dictionary has next to the words before they defined it. I never asked my mom why she named me this, but she did tell me what it meant. I, re- I remember being in love with the movie Anastasia. My mom walked in on me once watching it and she told me how she almost named me that name. As I got older, I wish she had. I was fortunate, though, fortunate enough to where I didn't hear, that's a ghetto name. It was mostly just difficult to remember or different. I have friends who couldn't find their name on keychains or pencils. They didn't share the same fortune, though. Their names were called ghetto. Mostly by a ubiquitous Brittany or some other girl or boy with a common name, but with the L, G, or H inserted to make it unique. I realized once, as I was older, that people wouldn't bother to try to pronounce or learn my name. In doctor's offices, they would come out and look at their charts with their mouths agape, like they were trying to attempt to say it, but they wanted someone to save them. But I am not Jesus, nor do I don shiny metal of armor, or so I stare at them and wait for them to try. Some people's excuse for not trying is, I'm going to butcher this, and I let them butcher it because at least they tried. Some people try as if they said it was right, and I, have been, and I have been wrong in the pronunciation of my name my entire life, and some don't try at all. When the later happens, I used to tell them it's all right, as if it were a mistake for me to be named my name, as if my name was an inconvenience to anyone. I used to, and then something changed. I remember a job I had where I gave everyone my last name as my first. I was used to hearing it that way anyway. However, my boss liked calling me by my first name, not in a creepy way. He said he just really liked the way it sounded. I met another woman during my time working there. She asked me my name, and when I told her, she immediately laughed and shook her head. That type of laugh that says, no offense, even though I'm about to offend you, but this smile is just a jokey way to make it okay. Without hesitation and a stone face, I told her she could learn my name or call me somebody or call someone else to do her favor. I didn't hear from her for a week. Then one day, she called me by my name. After this incident, I thought to myself, what have I been thinking all these years? Hating my given name. Making it easy for people to call me what works for them. Like my mm-hmm. name isn't power. Like it doesn't sound like music coming off lips. So no more saving grace or giving thanks to people who try to pronounce my name correctly. I will correct them when it's wrong. I will give them an ultimatum to learn my name or call someone else. I will no longer give nicknames. You cannot call me what's easiest for you. There is power in my name, and it will be learned.
0: I love that. That's such a great (laughs) message to go out to the world. Um, Such a great message. I love that. That's why I heard that, you know, and of course, I'm always (laughs) whispering names, right, audience? And I always say, I I say sorry first. I'm going to try it until I get it right. I will try it. Um, and I don't like someone because my name was always, um, butchered. Um, and they always switched the end around with the D and said it like that. And, and then, um, they used to have a rhyme for me, Edna Pedna, go drop Edna. And they used to always oh say God. that. <laughs> yeah. And they used to always say that. But I didn't know where it was from. It was, um, Living Color with, uh, Jim Carrey and all of them. Mm-hmm. And that was, they were playing in the play yard where I, they used to say the same thing to me, but... I think it was more like a joke, pretty much. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't, we were like five or six. They were trying to make up stuff. But (laughs) you get older, I understand what you mean. And that's so much power that you spoke into the world, into people. And audience, you need to buy this book. So how can we get a hold to this book?
1: Uh, It's currently through Barnes & Noble on the website. Um, Since I'm in school, like, I can't really promote myself or like try to get into stores like as quickly as I want to but you can buy it on Barnes and Noble um I just finished the draft for Amazon so by next week you could also buy it on Amazon and then like there's local bookshops around the Memphis Tennessee area so Mm -hmm. if you live in that area you can like go to uh, a bookstore called Novel and there's also called the Book Juggler on Maine
0: okay okay and how can we say your name correctly
1: (laughs) it is Acacia
0: Acacia Acacia, it was really wonderful to have you on and we must have you on about something about names how important it is to have names to say the names correctly and I'll be your first you know one that you get on and get get, you know bother me because I always do it and it's not intentional I really want to learn um so Acacia thank you for being here um is there any final words that you want to say you know tell Mm -hmm. our world
1: Mm. they can pronounce your name so if you have a a unique name it's still beautiful just ensure that people pronounce it correctly like there's so much power in your name like you were named that for a reason just believe in your name
0: okay well audience heard that and this brings us to the end of our show thank you occasion for being here and thank you. if you want to find anything about me you know i'm around people. EJW Coaching. Just look for me. Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Love you much, and we hope to see you real soon.
1: Bye for now.